and amen. The COH fam, our scripture today is coming from Acts, the third chapter. Acts, the third chapter, the first verse. Acts, the third chapter, the first verse. It says, one day Peter and John were going to the temple at the time of prayer at three in the afternoon. Now a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, and as did John. Then Peter said, Look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, Silver or gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Walk. Or taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. They were filled with awe and amazement at what had happened to him. I want to share uh, today in this time that is ours on the sermon subject, what had happened was, what had happened was. Y'all know, uh, and coming up, uh, as someone started a sentence with what had happened was, you know, they was about to do some real explain, or they about to talk about uh, something incredible that happened, or they was about to uh, try to be able to cop a plea about why something happened, or what they did, or how they coordinated something, something. But it would always start with what had happened was, and you would know to sit back because they was been ready to go into something. It's amazing to me because when we look at the scripture, it was a what had happened was moment. A what had happened was moment, but in a different kind of a way, in a way that things had happened in such an incredible fashion, such an unexplainable fashion, such a fashion that no one would believe what had happened. They had to say what had happened was. If you look at the end of that scripture in verse 9, what you will say, is that they said what? That they were filled the people with awe and amazement at what had happened to him. Uh, what had happened to who? There was a blind, it was a beggar, a gentleman who was a lame man, who was a beggar who was laid outside the temple every day by his friends. They laid him outside the temple so he could beg for money, so he could beg for money. Peter and John were walking into the temple as it was a time of prayer. And as they were walking into the temple, uh, this lame man, this man, this beggar, uh, asked them for money, asked them for alms. Uh, Peter looked at him, John looked at him, and they said, Silver and gold have we none, but such as we have we give to you. In the name of Jesus the Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And that man got up and the Bible says he he jumped up and he started walking and he started jumping and he started praising and he went into the temple walking, jumping and praising. And the Bible says uh, that the folks said that they were filled with awe and amazement at what had happened to him. I can picture those folks trying to explain uh, what happened, talking about what had happened was. I could picture uh, them later on that evening trying to explain uh, what had happened to that brother and, and, 
and, and that what had happened was, and, 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 and there's something I want you to understand when you are the subject of a what had happened was kind of a moment. One of the first things I want you to understand when God does a what had happened was kind of a moment in your life is don't pause your praise. That's right. Don't pause your praise. The thing I like about this brother, he was a lame man. He jumped up. It says that he walked into the temple walking and jumping and praising. And, and he didn't pause his praise. Many of us are waiting for the full miracle for everything to be taken care of before we start to praise it. Many of us are, are, are don't get, grab a hold of the fact that the fact that you are still where you are right now with your mind writing and with your body writing and, and, and in your right mind, uh, that's a miracle in itself. That's worth a shout right there. The fact uh, th that you have not quit, the fact that you have not given up, the fact uh, th that you are still pressing on is enough of the hand of God for you to give God praise right there. But many of us pause our praise because everything hasn't all come together. That We get a piece of the breakthrough, but not the full breakthrough. And so therefore we pause our praise, even though if you look at it, the fact that you're watching church on a Sunday morning or whenever you're watching this right now is enough of a miracle to give God a praise right here. Matter of fact, somebody, you need to praise God right here for growth. You need to praise God right here for how far you've come. You need to praise God right now for all that God has done. They told you you'd never make it as young as you were having them kids. But look at you and your uh, a grown self raising them kids and taking care and handling your business. You ought to give God glory right now because you know if it had not been, my God, for the Lord that was on your side. They told you you'd never get up out them streets. Hey, you're not perfect, but you show enough up out of them. You're trying uh, to eke out and make a lift for you. That, that, that you need to give God a praise right now for how far you've come with your self-destructive uh, tearing up your own life self uh, but yet now uh, you got a little joy in your heart and a little peace on your mind you need to give God a praise right now for all that God has done yet don't pause your praise because you haven't gotten everything I look at this begging man this brother he was waiting and he was asking for money uh, uh, they didn't give him money they said silver and gold we don't have it uh, but rise up and walk and he got to walk and he got to jump and he got to praise him he was still broke but he was praising it he didn't have a new job but he was praising that, that they had not worked out his financial situation but he understood if God could heal his legs and get him up walking and running and jumping then God could handle the rest of the stuff and so he didn't pause his praise until he then got some money he didn't pause his praise until everything else was worked out in his life but he started to praise him right then because sometimes you got to praise God on your way to it and that brother knew that he had been down long enough that it was time for him to get up to rise up to go in and to give God the glory. Somebody today, uh, you've been down long enough and you need to give God glory for picking you up. And because God picked you up, you can't pause your praise. The second thing though, is you've got to understand as you are amazing, period. Amen. Somebody I said, period. That's right. You are amazing, period. That's right. You've got to understand you're amazing. One of the things that uh, caught my eye about this text is, is that after that brother got up and started running and walking and jumping and praising, it said that the people were filled with awe and amazement. That the, 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 what he was doing, uh, because they saw the shift in him, it caused them to be amazing. Somebody, you're amazing that what the Lord has done in your life 
is amazing. Uh, that how far you've come, you are amazing. But I need you to do something this brother did. His actions corresponded with his breakthrough. That's right. His actions corresponded with his breakthrough. That God got him up and got his legs strong. And that brother went to walking and jumping and praising in the temple. That's right. He went into the temple. He didn't go into the temple with a pity party or grumbling. He didn't go into the temple uh, uh, backbiting. He didn't go into the temple talking about the people who were in the temple who had walked past him and who had never given him any money, didn't go into the temple complaining about what he didn't have, but he went into the temple praising God that his actions corresponded to his breakthrough. And somebody, you've been too blessed for you to act so stank. You've been too blessed and God has done too much for you to act so trifling. You've been too blessed. And, and the challenge is uh, that your actions are contradicting your testimony, that God has, has, has turned some things. You're not perfect, but my God, when folks look at where God brought you from, but your actions are contradicting your testimony, that your testimony should cause people to have awe and amazement. Your testimony should cause people to be like, my goodness, what had happened was you are amazing. I can't believe how far you've come. I can't believe everything you're doing. But sometimes when you open up your mouth, you contradict your own testimony. When you open up your mouth, you want to talk about the negative. When you open up your mouth, your mouth is speaking curses. When you open up your mouth, uh, your, your mouth is backbiting or hating, or hateration. Uh, but you've got to allow your actions to correspond with your testimony. That brother uh, uh, started jumping and leaping and, and praising God. His actions connected to his testimony. But the third thing and I'm up out of here is you've got to understand there's power in used to. One of the most incredible two words in this scripture, this third chapter, this first through the ninth verse, uh, the scripture Jesus is, is important. That word is important and significant. But outside of Jesus' name up in there, uh, the most significant words in this text are used to. That's right, used to. The, 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 what blows my mind is that they said that the people were in awe and amazement because that's the brother who used to be sitting begging out by the temple gates. That's the brother who used to be sitting and begging outside the temple gates. Okay, y'all missed that. Let me come back for you. I've missed it for years. They said that's the brother that used to be sitting and begging outside the temple gate. Now remember, he just got finished sitting and begging outside the temple gates. Well, you're going to tell me, well, Reverend, are they saying that because he got healed and because he got healed, uh, he won't have be sitting and begging outside the temple gates because he can walk now. But the truth be told is uh, that you can have people who walk but can still sit and beg. Uh, you can have people whose legs are good but can still sit and beg. That you can have everything right with your legs and still sit and beg. But there was something about what God had done in this brother's life that caused everybody around to know that what he used to do, he wasn't going to do no more. They said, this is the brother that used to sit and beg, but they knew by what the Lord had done in his life that that was a used to thing for his life. Somebody who's watching me right now, I'm so glad uh, that there's some used to's in your life. You've got to get to a place in which you can talk about what you used to do. Amen. You've got to get to a place in which you are so 
grateful for what God has done in your life, that when people look at you, they say, that's the brother or sister who used to do that. Or that's the brother or sister who used to do this. I, I was talking to one of our staff uh, uh, yesterday. I was talking to one of our staff the other day, um, and, 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 I, and I was explaining something to her, and I said, um, I said, does that make sense? And she said to me, Pastor, that makes good sense. I'd ask her, does that make sense? She said, Pastor, that makes good sense. And for something clicked in me, and I just bust out laughing. I bust out laughing. And she said, Pastor, why are you laughing? And I said into that phone, I said, because I had a flashback, and I haven't always had good sense. The reality is that for much of my life, I didn't have good sense. For many points of my life, that I was living in dysfunction, and I was living in self-destruction. I was living in past and in ways that were contrary to be moving in any kind of good sense. But the fact that you just said, You've got good sense means that I used to be a fool, but now I'm not. That I, I used to uh, 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 be dysfunctional, but now I'm not. That, that I used to be self-destructive, but now I'm not. That, that you need to be able to talk about what you're used to when God grabs a hold of your life. My God, Jesus, when God does a work in your life, that you get to a what had happened was moment in your life, and that's in a moment you get to say what you used to do. That, 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 that the places I used to go, I don't go no more the place, the things I used to do, I don't do anymore. The things I used to say, I don't say anymore. Why? Because Jesus came into my heart. And since Jesus came into my heart, what a joy, oh my soul, like the sea billows roar. I hear the old folks singing. Since Jesus came into my heart. Somebody today, I dare you to walk in the power of your testimony. I dare you to walk in the used to nature. That's right. There's somebody right there in the chat. You need to put in the chat used to because you know it's some stuff that, that you're not who you used to be. You know it. You know it. You're not everything you want to be, but my God, you're not who you used to be. And for that, you should give God glory. For that, you should give God praise. For that, you should give God the honor. And if you find yourself in a place in which you don't have, have never had a what had happened was kind of moment, if you find yourself in a place where you're still doing the same old stuff, still stuck in the same old rut, still got people carrying you to the same old place to beg, still in the same old dysfunctional lifestyle setting, I've come by to let you know you're in the right place at the right time. Why? Because we say that we're the community of hope. We're what? Everyone has a chance. And we don't care who you are or what you've done or who you did it with. We don't care if you what did it last night or woke up doing it this morning. But when you get connected to the word of the Lord, you're in the right place at the right time to become all that God has called you to be. In other words, uh, the, 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 if you look at that brother, the, the, it was three. It was a time of prayer, and he was begging, but by four, he used to be a beggar. I, I don't care what you woke up doing this morning. I, I've come by to tell you that if you make the right decision right now and let Jesus grab a hold of your life, you can have a used-to testimony. We said it, and, and I think that we don't care if you did it last night or woke up doing it this morning. Uh, uh, what you did this morning can be your used-to testimony. Uh, all you've got to do is let Jesus grab a hold of your life. You're going to say, Reverend, I need some help. And I'm going to tell you, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give to you in the name of Jesus the Christ be changed. In the name of Jesus the Christ be transformed. In the name of Jesus the Christ be made brand new and walk in the power of your used to. My brother.